Hello, Sky friends, and welcome to Seasons of Skyrim, a custom 5e D&D adventure that focuses on the stories of our characters as they explore their impact on the world and the consequences that follow. I am your host and DM, Scott. Hi, my name is Shannon. I play Arnis Gray, or Gray the Great, to my fans. I am a half-elf bard. Hi, my name is Chris. I play Vale the Changeling Rogue, sometimes known as Kara Frostfall or Lord Carver Golddagger III. Hi, my name is Nate. I play Darvin Grimm, the human monk. Thank you for joining us. Please enjoy this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend. Book 2, Chapter 10 A Deal at Sword Point As he walks down the road towards Vale... Oh, I go. Okay. I go. He's going to, instead of pulling his sword, then he's going to pull out some rope. Darvin's following. He's going to tie up Vale. Does not trust Vale. You attack them and then try to run. No. And said you were going to kill their wife and their child. He's going to start tying up Vale. Surely it's going to be close to a minute now. Yeah, yeah. Vale's going to wake up as soon as this rope tie is done. Yeah, I figured. And he's going to hold his sword in one hand and point it down towards Vale's chest as Vale comes to. Colston has a, a bit of a strange, like, energy about him. He looks slightly different now. As you come to, he just says, tell me where my wife is, or I'll end you. And I jump in very quickly and say, I'm not Lorraine, I am Arnest. He's now a follower of Pathox. He's now a follower of Pathox, and he has... How did she get there? Wait, now he's saying, where is she? Am I... I You open your eyes to see Colston standing above you with a sword, and Lorraine standing there, not in what you left her in, but then you immediately hear Arnest's voice coming out of them. Am I bound with my hands behind me or in front of me? In front of you. You're not hogtied, but... Did he bind my feet? Yes, of course he bound your feet. Hey, I'm just asking. And he's got a... He's got a sword. I wasn't done with my sentence. (laughs) By all means. So, uh, (laughs) I tell him who I am, or I tell Vale who I am, uh, and then I say, he's now a follower of Pathox, he has crazy weird magical powers, so, uh, you're warned. Got it. Sorry, continue. And I look up at Colson and be like... <laughs> sure enough, you can see like a crackle of energy around his hand that's holding on to the hilt of his sword. Cool. Weird shit's going on. I do the one thing I can do in this position. I spit in his face. Okay, you spit in his face. Uh, he presses the blade till it's just almost breaking the skin in your shoulder. What sort of range of motion do I have in my hands? Good. Very limited. Can I grab the blade? You can try. I try to reach up and grab the blade. Alright, make a... I think this is going to be a dex save, because as he pushes it in, he says, if you don't tell me where my wife is, I just won't stop. 25. As you feel the point pressing, your hands grab it. You're able to keep it from going deeper. He wasn't like doing a full thrust, but you're able to hold the blade kind of in place, where it's at right now. I then help him stab me in the arm, just a little, and I tell him, 
kill me. I will never tell you, and no one will ever tell you. And the last thing you'll know is that you could have saved her, but you killed the one person who could tell you, but won't. Colston looks at Darvin and Aris a little confused. Hail does what Vale wants. He inches the blade into your shoulder. You're going to take six piercing damage. This isn't full force. This is meant to be the pain before the surrender. And he drives it in a couple inches and gives it a slight twist and raises his other hand up to your face. We need to do something. He says, I still don't know what could happen. As you see the energy crackle on his fingers... But this is your chance. I need to intervene. Alright, alright. I step in here, not in between them, but just, I don't know, around Vale's back or something. Be like, dude, you said you wanted to find your wife, Mm -hmm. and that's all you wanted. Yes. You have a person in front of you who could potentially tell you. Do they look particularly healthy to you at the moment? They've already said they won't. As a wielder of magic... Let me tell you, there's no to the pain with magic. So don't do something stupid. It's entirely up to your friend. But, not to be cheesy, but there's a reason why they say dead men tell no tales. Do you think, do you think that anyone in the Assassin's Guild, whether I locate them or not, is going to tell you anything if you kill one of their members? You will never see your wife again. Ever. That's already what I'm looking at. How does me letting them go save my wife? It doesn't How save does you... your wife, but it saves your child. That's all I say. I let that just linger, and I let him <laughs> ask the next question. Mm-hmm. Darwin, you doing anything? Glance over at Arnis, like, Darwin's thinking about intervening, but so almost dead in Pathlock's magic, but on the other hand, he's not just gonna... I don't even know what to do with this one. One more card to play. Uh, you're going to need to play it quicker. You're going to die. No, he's going to do his thing now. You've all had your chance oh, I, to do I, I, stuff. I let a, I let a, I set up for a question linger. Like, I, I, I gave him a, a, like, a setup for how does letting me live save the child. But if he doesn't want to ask it, that's fine. He can I, be, let that ding. You already, said, you already said the child is going to live. Yeah, but now I've added to that that if I die, the child dies. Okay. That's with the intention of that statement. Oh, okay. Was okay. adding to that if I die, the child dies. I thought you were trying so to... So he asks me a question that I'm expecting him to ask now. Okay, I thought you were trying to retcon something. No, no, I'm not retconning anything. All right, sure, he, he'll ask this follow-up question, and if he doesn't like what he hears... He probably won't. All right. Why would my child be in any greater danger if you're dead? Very simply. The guild did not care if she was pregnant. The guild doles out punishment, pregnant or not. The only reason she's still alive is because I bartered for the child's life. If I do not check in with the guild regularly, that deal dies with me. That was never mentioned. That can be a complete bluff if Scott wants it to be a bluff. I, I think I want that to be a bluff. Just for it. If we'd done anything about oh, yeah. that. We had never, we had never I'm pretty it. sure Dryan just said that pregnancy complicated things. Yes. But go ahead and roll deception. Oh, deception. Nice. Yeah. 20. Then you take me to her right now. Why? I need to know that she and the child are fine. Otherwise, this is for nothing. If she and the child were dead, we wouldn't be having this conversation. I would have already taken you to the guild. I mean, out of character, why would you have taken him to the guild? To show him the body? If he had me at knife point, threatening to kill me, 
over the life of his wife. If his wife was dead, I would have just taken him to the guild, showed him that she was dead, and had the guild killed. I wouldn't have been having this entire conversation mm-hmm. with him. I would have walked him right into a guild trap. It's fair enough mm-hmm. logic. Which, why can't we do that now? Because like, the guild dead. trap is not prepared. Ah. Yeah, she's and nobody not, knows. She's not dead. If she's alive, I need to see it with my own eyes. Well then, my friend, I think you're caught in a conundrum. Because if she's alive, like you're so uncertain, I would never take you to her. If she was dead, I would. So you can kill me and risk both her life and the child's life. Or you can walk away knowing that you just made a choice that had the best option to save their lives. Roll persuasion. Crit. I can't just walk away from this. And I can't just walk away not knowing. Bring her to me, then. If you won't take me to her, bring her to me. Not to take away, just to see her. Send for her. I can't send for her. I would have to get her alone. No one else. Just me. Like, that's just the card that Vale is playing? No, that's the truth. Like... Well, no, okay, it's a bent truth. I could send for her, but I don't want to risk the life of another guild member, because what's to say he wouldn't just kill me and then torture that person to get the guild house? That's not something Vale would do. And I'm not going to take him to the guild house and risk the guild house. And then third level, if I go alone, I can work with the guild to set up a trap to kill him. Yeah, he's not going to let you go alone. But, um, (laughs) I need some kind of proof that she's alive. Other than you haven't taken me to see her as being the only proof that I haven't seen a dead body. I'm giving you the benefit of the doubt here. How can you prove to me that she's still alive? Beyond doubt. He's just kind of leaving it open here, like, yeah. If you had to prove somebody was alive without actually bringing them to one another, oh, what did um, you guys do? I, I can arrange that. But again, I need to at least be alive. Before you make that argument, how can you arrange that? Um, I could send one of them out of the magistrates to her. That's exactly what I was thinking. Have her make a recording and send it back. That's not a live message, though. It's a no, tape. but if I show him that it's already recorded with something else, then I send it to her, have her record something, and then have it sent back. Okay. It would be like that's a very recently made tape recording. That's a very good use of an old magic item that we haven't seen ever used. The mouth of the magistrate. So, Colston asks you to erase his doubt that she's still alive. What do you do? I tell him this. Write down on a piece of paper something you would like to hear her say. Write it down yourself. Right now on a piece of paper. Okay. He'll write something down. (laughs) Cool. Say, Arnis, would you take out a mouth of the magistrate and play it for him? Play what? Whatever the current recording of it is, so he knows that it's not pre-recorded. I don't think there's there's anything on it. It's the, whatever the initial announcement of us being killers was, still. Because they were all pre-programmed to that. Yeah, but it only lasts for a certain amount of time, and we don't know how long that is. So I can try. It's... Because yeah. it says, like... Yeah, the duration is based on the casters. Um, to determine how long okay. the message will be stored. You go to play it, and it's just static. Cool. So and I there's say, nothing there. Clearly, there's nothing recorded on this magic item. But how do it records? What yes. are you talking about? Demonstrate. Right. Fine. <laughs> Thank you. Like, play right. a song. Um, Record a song. <laughs> no, I'm just. Uh, Become a recording artist. My name is Arnis Gray. I'm being forced to use this mouth of the mag- magistrate to do a demonstration of how it works. Okay. And then I play it. <laughs> and it says, 
My name is Arnest Gray. I'm being forced to do a demonstration of how the mouth of the magistrate works. Or and something like that. And I play it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Who's taking this oh, no, no. note and mouth of the magistrate to Lorraine to have a message recorded? I've, I've got another way of doing it if you'll allow. Because I don't want to risk the guild. It's just a dead drop. I just That's going to take too long. You need something now. Like, he's not waiting around an hour for a dead drop. He needs someone to come back in, like, five, ten minutes. Well, I'm not telling anyone where to go. I'm not revealing the location of the guild. So if this is going to become a deal breaker, then he's going to have to kill me. Because the only other thing I care about... Oh, fucking God. What if I go with him? What if I go with Vale? I'm not letting them leave. The whole point was... Okay, middle ground. Let me go hang out in an alley where you can't see me for five minutes. No, wait. That's ridiculous. You can leave me tied up. You can leave me tied up. You can leave me tied up in an alley where you can't see me for five minutes. That's all I need. You really can't trust a single person with where to take this. I do refuse to right now, especially given the circumstances of the city, my life or the guild, I... Is there, the guild will outlast me. Is there anyone in the city that you can trust with this? Because a dead drop or you being alone and out of sight is not That's something... That's not going to happen. It'll either take too long or he's just not going to let you be alone. Like, those are... This is the whole... Anyone that he sees We will surrender to you inside the gates no. thing. Like, you're and, asking him to give you all the power. I know. And what I'm saying is anyone that he sees me give this to instantly becomes at risk. And one of my key ideals is that I put the guild before myself and would not risk the life of a guild member. Okay. It would be breaking a core aspect of who my character is to get put at risk the life of a guild member. And I have no reason to believe that he wouldn't just kill me and then torture that person. You could just trust your friends here. Will you let me help you? Like... I, I, but I don't know how to tell you and not have him here. I mean, you can just whisper, like, if you just want to whisper something into Darvin or Arnis's ears, or if you want to... There's Lewis over there. I don't know. I don't think you trust him. Uh, no. <laughs> um... But if there's somebody that Darvin or Arnis could run get, it's a mutual acquaintance of yours. Sam? Or Earl, Earl. Because you're asking for too much leeway here. He's got you at blade point, and you're asking for privacy or, like, an hour. And that's... Those are both things that just don't work. He's giving you this chance because you've done a good job at lying and convincing him that this is going to work and his child will survive. But letting you go... Or just waiting out an hour, who knows what can happen. Like, Cash will probably be back within an hour. Like, less than that. He doesn't know that, but like, yeah, your allies will start showing back up if he waits too long. These chaos people at the gate will probably start doing some shit. Fine. If you want to stick to your ideas... Fine, I tell Arnis. Alright. I'm not trying to force you here to tell... I feel like I'm being forced to tell someone or do something. I've already said that I would rather die than risk the life of a guild member. And I'm not going to risk the guild itself. And if you... If that's true... He will take that burden from you if you don't want to tell Arnis. I need some sort of guarantee that he's not going to torture it out of Arnis. Arnis doesn't know right now. You can and let the that he's not going to try and hear it. Oh, if you just whisper to Arnis' yeah. ear? I'm... Here's the deal, then. Because I have to ensure the safety of the guild three steps that way. He covers your ears, and then I'll whisper it to Arnis. Wait, three st- do what three steps that way? Colson. Colson takes three, three steps, steps that way. Oh, 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 the opposite oh, oh, oh. direction. He covers his... Oh, he's not turning around. He's not going to turn around. <laughs> fine, that's fine. I can, the same cover, as I can cover my mouth with my hands. I can I mean, just yeah, yeah. stand He'll still be able to see that you're there. You're not do going you, That's anywhere, the deal. But... Do you have sending or anything? I should have touched you. Thieves can't. 
Okay. I just wanted to make sure there wasn't, like, the very obvious solution we no, were missing No, I, I don't. What languages do you speak? <laughs> no, no, if, no, no, I'm also going to say it in another language, too. I'm not going to say it in um, You all know Elvish. Elvish and Orkish. Okay. But he probably knows Elvish, too. Yeah. Anyway. If you just want to say, take a step back so artists can get in here and hear this, okay. And he's covering his ears. Sure. I don't want any risk to the guilt. Okay. I'm Even without Darwin covering his ears, I'm not going to say he overhears your whisper or he reads lips through hands. I mean, he's willing to take a step back and bring the blade up. Yeah, sorry. I'm not trying to force you into something, but there's only so much he can do. I'm aware of and that, but there's also only so much Vale's going to do. That's all right. He takes a step back, pulls the inch or two of his sword out of your shoulder. His hand still crackles with energy. He's not aiming it at anybody. It still just does. Uh, he is not used to this. He is not in full control of it. Never will be, but... Um, you won't have to control it for long. Darvin, you get right up next to him. Keep him from doing anything stupid. Arnus, you lean in. I tell Arnus how to find the guild. Mm-hmm. It's on the east side. It's in a former uh, merchant's house. They did not survive the rebellion. It's a rather nice estate. Arnus, what do you do? I say, I'll be back. Mm-hmm. Colston steps back up to Vale. Doesn't put the sword on your shoulder again, but just has it pointed at you. We'll tell Arnis, okay, make it quick. I'll go as fast as I can go. Mm-hmm. You can be back in about ten minutes. When you get to the house, explaining your connection to Vale is enough, and your position in the city certainly helps. Jorion will escort you down to Lorraine. She's being held in the cellar where they've converted a wine storage into a holding cell. She's in there. She's awake. She's not looking all like hot, but what do you do? Your husband would like you to read this into the recording device. (laughs) The what? I'm just kidding. (laughs) I knew Colston would come for me. Wonderful. Some sort of magic, I assume? Yes. Okay. Um, Can you read me the magistrate thing again? So, storing a message. One minute. Focus on the stone, then speak a short message, typically less than 30 seconds, into it. Perform an arcana check to determine how long the message will be stored. Minimum one hour. Yeah, so then we have no worries about this message fading unless you decide to pull some shenanigans. I mean, why would I do that? And Lorraine speaks a message into the stone after you spend the minute focusing on it. It is brief. It is heartfelt. Make an arcana check. 22. That'll buy you two months. They're not meant to be used by, like, super high magic people. (laughs) I mean, they are used by super high magic people, but it's meant to be idiot-proof, for lack of a better word. As you pull it away, she just grabs your hand, not forcefully to, like, injure you. Tell me, when can I see him? He's a follower of Pathox now, so chaos only knows. Nice. (laughs) I walk away. Okay. Arnis comes running back down the road. And walk quickly. <sighs> power walk into the city. Fine, Arnis. Power walk through his thump thump. I wear tight pants, so whatever. We got so much range of motion. Okay. You return. Mouth of the magistrate in hand. Colston sees you. Well. I play it. And you hear Lorraine's voice come from the mouth of the magistrate. Colston, my love, I'm safe. I'm as well as can be expected down here. Though I don't know where I'm at, I can assure you that I'm doing what I can to see you again. I hope that you're doing the same. But if not, then I'm sorry. And I miss you. If they do end up 
carrying out my sentence. Please find our child and take care of them. I love you. And then, statics out. And gets a little weepy eyed. Would you like to keep it? Aww, Artis! Aww, it's so sweet! Doesn't know it's gonna run out in 22 days. <laughs> it's like two months. It's yeah. not bad. It'll last a while. I mean, he, yeah, he takes it. As he puts it in his uh, like a hip pouch, just brings you in for a big old hug. Oh, oh God. <laughs> like, oh, please, no, mm, it's, we're cool, bro. All right. I mean, on that score, it's fine. Okay, so we're all good here? That's <laughs> 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 a, a way to bring that up. To... I just remembered I need to pay those giants a visit, so let's uh, let Colston the... do his thing, and we can be on to our next objective. We can find you're fine with me for now. Cool. If you ever feel like telling me where my wife is, I'd be very appreciative. And now with uh, this, as he wiggles his fingers and there's a little sizzle and a crack of the magical energy, maybe I'll stick around a little longer. See if it helps. Meanwhile, we should take this opportunity to get the hell out of town. I think we can leave with those chaos mages standing at the gate. Why not? Because I don't think they're going to let us just walk out of here because we say we do whatever the fuck we want. Didn't they say we didn't have to die and they wouldn't stop us or whatever? No. They said, take your freedom. Take your freedom. Or we will give it to you. So doesn't that mean leave so we can get our freedom? No. I'm pretty sure that means that we become followers of Pathox willingly. No. Or they do it for us. Isn't there more than one gate? I remember hearing about well, the other gate. We talked about maybe going around the south behind, gate. except it was going to be too far away. We were in a hurry then. Now we're not. I mean, we kind of are, but we can spare an hour. So as you're the three of you are here, Colston grabs a barrel and sits on it. He plays the message for himself a few more times over in the corner. As the battle seems to die down, and who's going to come up first? Well, it's been, it's been several minutes now. So Lewis comes over with his prisoner. Look, I don't know about the Major over there, or whoever those three are, but have you seen Colonel Faybrook? I'm not sure what to do with a prisoner. So he just kind of, like, shoves this soldier forward. At this point, kid, I don't know either. <sighs> so Whatever. Bottom of palace. <sighs> Fine. There are cells in the bottom level of the palace. You can take them there. Where's the colonel? <sighs> Here you go. Here's your prisoner. Lewis just walks off. He, he was in this to follow the colonel. He already felt bad about fighting against the soldiers. And this all just seems like over his head now. At this point, I... <laughs> Maybe we should tell him the gate fell on the colonel and he died tragically. <laughs> At this point, trying um, to free Karami. I don't know what I'm going to do with a prisoner either. Like, do either of you have an objection if I let this dude go? With Lewis? Yeah. No, the prisoner. Let the prisoner go so he can run back to the capital and get oh my more reinforcements. Then you deal with the fucking prisoner. Why do we have a prisoner again? Because Lewis took a prisoner. I'm sorry. Ah. <laughs> you want to let him go free? Let him go free. Vale's not going to argue. Like, I'm sorry. Uh, Arnis is stretched a bit thin. <laughs> At the moment. I mean, the capital's gonna know what's going on. And the kid going, what do I do with this prisoner? Is like one more thing on my plate of like, um, on top of my heaping portion of bad 
He's like he's like the little like walnut on top of the salad okay. of bad. And I All just right. can't I can't deal with them. <laughs> I know. I can't fucking deal with it. Alright. In the meantime then, you've got those followers of Pathox at the gate. Major Asa. Uh, the rest of the fight you don't have to worry about right now. It's yeah, don't worry about the rest of the fight. There's the four of them. What have they been what doing do you want for the do? last twenty minutes? Sneak out the back gate. Uh, what have they been doing for the past 20 minutes? Uh, they've been just slowly walking into the main square and uh, calling out for people to come join them. What Most people are not responding. Major doing? Uh, the Major is keeping a very wary eye on everybody. So while the bulk of this battle and negotiating is wrapped up, doesn't mean all the threats are gone. But it is up to you what you want to do. If you want to go talk with the Chaos Mages some more, if you want to find some of your allies... I don't know what to do about these chaos mages. Just tired of like, these chaos mages in my... Never mind. The tired dork. of these motherfucking chaos yeah. mages on my motherfucking gate. Um, there you go. That's what I was going for. Thank you. <laughs> I got you. Alright. I want to ask them straight up, like, what are you going to do if people don't want to follow Pathox? Like, they still want to do their thing, but they don't want to become followers of Pathox. Like Colson over there, wherever he went. I don't know where he went. He's still sitting down, um, like next to a building. Barrel. Oh, that's yeah. right. He's on a barrel. Pretend to be People don't have to follow Colston's example. We're not requiring anybody to do anything. Are they like passing through and then leaving with their followers, or are they taking over the town? That's all I want to know. Just about to say what they are here to do. Good. <laughs> we are going to tell people to throw off whatever rule it is they have and live their own lives. And if they insist on serving a crown, a king, count, a mayor, a senate, it doesn't matter. And they're not following their own lives. They are giving themselves up to somebody else. You don't have the proper permits for that. You're going to have to leave the town. It's also a really, that's a really narrow... Minded view of freedom. ...view of, of freedom. Yeah, what if they decide collectively that they share certain values and want to elect council members to maintain those values, then that's not and giving themselves about- away... Let me finish. That's not, that's not giving themselves away to oh, their okay. own freedom so much as it is investing their freedom in a mutual enrichment program. <laughs> My monk friend has a point. <laughs> If every single person agreed to that. That's what we were trying to build you morons. And everybody agreed to it? Yes, that's what we were trying to build. That's why you had to kill people to... We had to kill the monarchs who are never going to give that power over. So every person we ask will be happy with you deciding for them. So... No, we put lives in danger. People are angry about that. Everybody should just be able to do whatever the fuck they want. That's anarchy. Whatever the fuck they want. Yes. Freedom of choice at every moment. You realize that everybody would end up dead eventually. Well, it's not really freedom of choice if someone else's choice takes away my choice. The rights of others shall not infringe on my rights. Like, if you choose to kill me, then I no longer get to make choices. You are taking away my freedom of choice and being a hypocrite. Your whole belief system is flawed. 
I need to respond to one argument at a time here. <laughs> so you're both making different arguments. Um, <laughs> we're talking over each other. Yeah, we, it's awesome. We're making like a million arguments at once. And they're just like, I can't... No, they can't. They're listening to you. What do you to say? They're chaos mages. They should be able to follow it all. Don't take me needing a moment to process as them being confused. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Arnest, what was your main point again? I don't remember. <laughs> Talking out your ass. I should have known. Uh, uh, I think the first thing was about not Oh, oh, oh I remember what you said. I, yeah. I remember what you yeah, if somebody kills someone, like, for not being free, like, you're taking that freedom away from them. Yes. Everyone's, everyone's yeah. going to end up dead eventually. Everyone does end up dead eventually. Okay. The point is I mean, to make all of your choices until then. I mean, not by natural causes. Everyone's yes. going to end up dead. Yes, everybody always dies. By somebody else killing them? No. Because that's what I'm talking about. Eventually, yeah. everyone will run into a dispute. If everyone's doing whatever the fuck they want, everyone will run into a dispute where they go, Hey, I can do whatever the fuck I want. That guy has a thing I want. Stab. Is, Done. And every single person will reach that point. Is that something you would do? Is that something you would do? If pushed? Yeah. You're going to kill someone just so you can uh, have a better pillow? No, I wouldn't kill someone over something so petty. But everybody gets denied huge things over and over again in life. Mm -hmm. And the law prevents you from just stabbing a bitch. Which is a good thing. It's a good thing. We can't all just be stabbing bitches all the time. (laughs) Not everybody is willing to resort to lethal violence. We've met pacifists. We are fine with them. People who choose to do no harm are fine. People who are forced to bend knee, people who are forced to follow rules that they didn't pass, those are the people we are talking about. And if they have to fight to get their way, as I'm sure happens from time to time, that's up to them if they want to do it. You're asking these people to follow somebody else's laws. We're asking them to not. But then who stands up for the people that can't defend themselves? If you want to do that, that's up to you. I'd just end up dead in the middle of a mob. But you got to do what you wanted. That's our point. No, because what he wants to do is do that and live. You guys are bat shit crazy. No joke. (laughs) We just want everyone to be able to act with complete freedom. That's all. At this point, uh, Seneca and Ithaca, the orc and the elf, will start going down the streets and just calling out for people. These guys, and I don't know what to do. We need to leave. We need to find Cash. <laughs> we need to find Sam. <laughs> Him too. You can find them, no problem. Well, Cash can stay here. You're paying yeah, Cash but, to stay here. But, I mean, we need to talk to him before anything else, because he's convinced. Right. I'm heartened by the fact that not a ton of people have taken these folks up on their offer, but... <laughs> I, I think they're probably going to have more luck on the east side of town, where they feel as if something has been taken away from them. Because things have been. Yeah. Not saying they ever rightfully had those things, but they right. had things. Right. I'm th- agreed. Okay. I'm just saying, like, right. where they feel like they've lost something. I see. Okay. The chaos mages start going through the town, and takes you a short while. You're able to find Kashmir, Sam and Sniffins. We're still tied up. 
They're all untidy. Someone untidy. There we go. Arnis untied Vale. <laughs> They're all looking... I'm trying to kill Colston. Not today, I promise. And then I untie Vale. <laughs> Both Cash and Sam and Sniffins look like they've been, you know, in the thick of it today. They're doing all right. They're in one piece. A little dirty, a little grimy, a little bruised. Some blood, maybe not all theirs. So like that. Hey, you think that Elven God would be like down for taking, getting rid of the Pathox mages? Because we could get the Elven God here real quick. <laughs> oh. I'm not killing Earl Earl just to see what would happen. Uh. <laughs> now that's following your freedom. Unlike you, I don't have a goddamn death wish. Thank you. I don't have a death wish. I just I don't want to die until I've taken that brat out. Pathox, I mean. Same. I don't want certain people to live. Yeah, okay. All right. Seriously? Nobody goes barreling into a fight when they're, like, three-quarters dead if they don't sort of want to die. If he had came over to you, three-quarters dead, broken your father's loot, and took a piss on it, what would you have done? Oh, probably slapped him. Exactly. It's not really equivalent, though. Well, you don't hold grudges because your artist the great gets along with everybody. Yeah. <laughs> but you're not just figuring that out. Doesn't make me better than you. I'm not saying that. It just makes me different than you. It makes me not you and you not me, and that's okay. Sam Sniffins and Kazmir all are all here. You're in the middle of the street. You're at a West Side crossroads. Right. What do you do? Okay. What's going so, on? So, uh, we have a problem. Uh, Did we lose? Sam will ask. I don't know, but sort I don't. Of. I, sort of, but I, but I don't. But we kind of. Still need to take out the major. But Major Ace is still alive, but he's not doing anything. No, leave leave him. I don't. When did you become such a coward, Darvin? Oh, not coward. It's self preservation. We have other things we need to get done. We do? Well, yeah. Do you have things to do? Well, I mean, I've got some people I want to kill, and, you know, that, but. I got a dude that wants me to join a band. We're not going to complete our mission, you know, the one for your soul, if we die here fighting Major Asa and some chaos mate. But if you we sell your leave. soul by giving away your ideals, what's the point in having one? You can reclaim your soul by fixing your ideals more. later, but at least you're still alive to have done that. Yeah, but trans your ideals whenever it's inconvenient, then do you really even have ideals? Ideals can change. Yeah, I, know. I was just trying to see if maybe he would understand what I was asking him. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what, your ideal is that we need to stay here and die all in the name of democracy or whatever? My ideal is we started this thing. We should see it through. I mean, we've left enough messes behind us. I don't like the idea of leaving another one. What are we okay. going to do? So, that's why I came to find you too, because clearly we don't know what the fuck we're doing. So, Major Asa is still alive. The armies on both sides seem to have scattered a bit. Uh, I mean, I don't know what's going on with the... Cashmoral can give you a quick update about what's been happening in the streets with the lower ranks. Okay. And that basically comes down to, oh, well, yeah, you know, once we got him in the streets, we know where we were. Home field advantage. Took care of some business. We lost a few along the way, but no, I wouldn't worry about them. Okay, well, there's that. Um... Their leader is still alive. And then we have these chaos mages that we are in no position to take on. And when you say chaos mages, Kashmir all 
both heads just perk up a little bit. Like, eh, sounds like a good fight. And you can see the hackles on Sniffins and practically on Sam too, just raise like shit. <laughs> like they are worried and angry and af- and afraid. They know that's bad news. Um, I look at Sam and just say, uh, feel that is the appropriate reaction. Cash, I will warn you that these mages can make more mages? And it's pretty freaky to watch. Hmm. Um, so they're not your average run-of-the-mill, I'm-gonna-cast-fireball-at-you mages. Cool. Haven't seen some shit in a while. They, uh, they are, they're above any level of some shit that I've ever seen. And along the side streets, you just hear, take your freedom, take your freedom. They're just calling people to themselves. Yeah, Uh, that would be them. They basically want there to be complete and total lawlessness. Everyone does whatever the fuck they want, whenever the fuck they want. Where did we come down on, are they staying or are they passing through? I don't think we ever got an answer. Yeah, sure. They're still making their way through the city. But I just don't know if it's a situation you want to deal with now, or if you're more concerned with saving yourselves. I mean, we brought this down upon the town. I feel like we should do something, but I just don't know what to do. Like, we can't fight them. Not right now. Doesn't mean we can't fight them tomorrow morning. So you're saying we sleep and then punch them in the face? Yeah. That's better than... We need to... We, hmm. It's better than punching them in the face now. We need to deal with the... So here's, here's where I'm at. I've walked away from one town that needed my support. I'm not doing it again. We've created this problem. Earl. Oh. We created this problem here. I'm not walking away from this problem. Okay. I also, though, fully realize that with three health points, I'm not going to solve this problem today. Yeah, well, I'm not solving it today either. Me neither. Sam, very worriedly, will bring up probably a topic that's on everybody's mind right now, except for Taj and Moral. So what, we just just let them do whatever they want in the meantime? I, I can't say I want to face them at all. Just need to know what we're doing here. Get the word out to our people to tell everyone to clear the streets. Let them walk through town. They can call out to whoever they want. As long as they're not doing anything to harm people, they have the right to express themselves vocally. Well, they harmed Priest Diego. Yeah, but he wanted it. Yeah. There will certainly be more people who will take them up on offers. It's just a matter of how, like, how much they want things. Some people will just not answer the call. Some people will show up and just be like, cool, do whatever you want on it. They just don't show up to work the next day. Some people will try to go grab power. Not everybody will be deemed worthy. Right. Which means in the morning we could have hundreds of dead and hundreds of chaos mages. I can tell you there won't be hundreds of chaos mages in the morning. That's not going to happen. There could be a significant number of dead people. I mean, did Priest Diego know what he was getting himself into? Absolutely not. That's the issue. It's not just let people take the chance if they want. It's we're letting them not tell people what the risks are. But I don't have a better idea. We can't fight them like this. Anybody else? Cashmoral will say, Hey, look, I'm up for a good fight whenever, but if there's three of them, I don't want to be the only one there. I think we deal with them tomorrow. I don't think we can sit on dealing with the Major. He's clearly lost at this point. 
So, you know, accepting his surrender and having him return is an option, I think. Killing him is an option. We walk up with the strength of our own force, and it's not going to be much of a worry. He's one man. We take cash, the three of us, and half a dozen of our guards, and we're good if we decide we want to kill him. Or negotiate his surrender, whatever. But I think we need to deal with that, then deal with the chaos mages in the morning. And just get out word to the town that you don't want to accept their offer because your head's going to explode. Most likely. I think that's not a terrible idea. Okay. Cash, will you grab a few guys? We're going to talk to the major. All right. Moral, the head on the left, lifts up his arm, fingers in his mouth, gives out that real loud whistle. All right, I'll have a few here in a moment. That's badass. Efficiency. Uh, Sam going with you guys? Uh, I was just going to tell him, Sam, you are welcome to join us as always, but we are in no way going to force you. I'll stay with you. The small group of you head over to Major Asa, who's just in front of the gates of the city. Inside, of course. He is knelt down at Priest Diego's body, examining the spot where his head used to be. It's not funny, but it's funny. And he's running his hand like across his shoulders and across the wound, rubbing it in between his fingers, and just this look of bewilderment on his face, like, I don't know what the hell I'm getting myself into here. And it's like taking stock of the situation. And sees you all approaching. Stands up. And stands firm, but not as if to attack. He's just a proud soldier. Clearly, whatever we were doing, as he motions between himself and Darth and Arnus Vale, something bigger has come up here. Yeah. Now, either I can try to deal with you now, or you can try to deal with them now. Let me put it to you this way. I had a really long day. Really weird day. Your army's kind of dumb. Dispatched by my army. We will accept the terms of your surrender. <laughs> and I'm literally saying, like, in just, like, the most exasperated tone, like, just give it up, bro. <laughs> I'll still accept yours if you want to give it, but if not, well, it's not like you're closing that door behind me. There's a guy who could put it back up. <laughs> I mean, I know a guy. The artisans, they're on our side. He just meant, like, right now. Like, the door's open. He can turn and walk away. Oh. Oh, yeah, okay. You know, the big gate that's lying on the ground. Oh, I just, yeah, here's, oh, here's the deal, buddy. Like, I don't, like, I don't want to kill you or put you in jail. Like, I just, I don't care at this point. I, I got bigger fish. I just need to, like, whatever's happening here, I need it concluded and done because I need to wrap something up today. Mm. So, uh, we're done. You lost. We know this. Uh, you can go. Tell whoever that uh, sent you that uh, Karami wasn't having any of that shit. Thank you very much. And that Pathox is coming for you, too. Be ready. Because well, it's, it's totally true. I mean, they're here now. They're going Well, anywhere. Darwin knows that they're only here because we liberated Karami, but he's hoping he can scare 
Well, some shit is, is hoping, going down is, in the capital. He's hoping though. we can scare the crown into assisting in our quest. Some shit is going down in the capital. They're coming there. Doesn't that seem like the thing to do? Like, if we can get them? Yeah. I got you. You know, liberate your town, and then you're going to get the army of the king to help you fight the god of chaos. Then you can Let's have the town back, and it's like... No, we can't <laughs> give the town back. The minute we leave, they're going to get the town back. Like, it's just gonna... Not if your government stays set up after you leave. Well, what's the matter? You don't trust Ed Coates? <laughs> I love that guy. <laughs> I think we don't Ed trust Coates. our... We want you to be on the city Go council. I think we don't Big trust job. our mercenary town <laughs> guard to stick around when shit gets real. Oh, I, I, trust, mean, I trust Cash. I, trust I really don't. To keep all those bitches in line. Yes, but if we're not here and... Okay, King let's anyway. not worry about future problems. Anyway, the Major Asa... fighting still be done. Look, I'm sure back in the capital they'll be more concerned about these new arrivals than they are concerned about you. One step at a time. Agreed. If nobody's going to stop Major Asa, he's going to turn and go. No one is going to stop Major Asa. Peace out, bro. Safe travels. I actually say that. He begins a slow walk home. Doesn't he have a horse or anything? Oh, well, there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, sorry. He begins a slow journey home. Okay. So he doesn't have to walk all the way. No. He had soldiers for that. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like he has a palanquin out there with soldiers carrying him around. Okay. Going to the park rest so, and taking a nap. <laughs> like a hundred hour nap. I'm going to the monk's rest and taking a nap. So after you're done talking with Major Asa and he walks out the gate, you turn back into the city. You notice Colston is no longer sitting where he was. He's gone off somewhere. He's got things to think about and new skills to not kill himself with, hopefully. And Kazmarol and Sam Sniffins are all with you. How do you end this day? Um, I tell Kaz that he needs to spread the word to people that they need to not take the Chaos Mages up on their offer to become followers of Pathox. Because the likelihood that your head will vaporize is very high. At least 50% from what we've seen. So we're trying to like just minimize the number of dead people. Okay. Darvin, how are you ending the day? Um, they, and then I go get a drink. <laughs> Big one. Go in with RNS to get that drink. That's it. <laughs> we covered the important thing, the spreading that word. I don't think Darwin has anything else he needs to take care of. All right. Where are you guys drinking at? The Bard's Rest. Tobard will certainly serve you. Um, Vail, what about you? Um, Vail's going to call it a... Uh, early evening, and go back to the palace and do some letter writing. Furious letter writing? What kind of letter writing? Vail's going to write a letter to Dryan. Okay. Entailing the, uh, we'll call it the dead man switch on Lorraine, that if I don't check in daily to just my protection of her and desire to not see the baby killed that doesn't exist anymore, um, we're going to put that in play now, and then begin the process of putting out a hit on, on Coulson. I don't have money to put right. it yet, but uh, I, and really I want to take it myself, but a, just a general, like, on the guild's wanted list. All right. So, Arnest and Vale are getting a drink. Vale is retired back to the royal house to put out some advanced notice of denouement activities. Some advanced planning. Just reflect on the crap day Vale had. 
Sam and Sniffins will join Darwin and Arnis at the bar for some drinks. You can still hear the Chaos Mages going through the streets, and although Kashmiral has warned plenty of people, his soldiers have warned many of people, that's not preventing everyone from taking the Chaos Mages up on their offer. Some of them, just like the idealistic side of it, do whatever I want. Cool. And it doesn't devolve into total anarchy among those people. At least not today, not day one. It's really just like their small responsibilities they're letting slide. Like, I don't have to open up the shop today, screw that. Or, I'm not going to help that guy move. I don't need to lift a couch today. <laughs> nope. But you know, it's just baby steps. Baby steps into anarchy. But you can be assured that some people are very tempted by that offer of power. How many? We don't know yet. Darvin and Arnis, are you staying at the Bard's Rest all night? Oh, I feel like I should go back to the palace. I suppose we should go back to the palace. Alright. I mean, I don't have a room here. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody meets back up at the royal house. Mm. Oh, got some fun stuff here. The throne room is still being worked on. And they're slowly getting the floor back up and in order. So anytime you're here and want to just like, sit in a common room, congregate, it's around that big fancy table. Kind of in the main meeting room. The war room? If you want to call it that. Yeah. You can label these rooms whatever you want. You've got paper room. and a pen. <laughs> stick a sign on the door. I'm going to stick a sign on the door. I'm going to write the war room. Tack it up there. Earl, Earl and Olwan will come up as Darvin's putting this sign on the door. <laughs> Earl, Earl will ask, Another day for Karami independence then? Mm. Oh, God, this Don't get me started. Got some chaos mages you can fight if you want. <laughs> oh, I'm not a fighter. Uh-huh. But... In which case, then, none of it matters to you. In any case, I'm glad that my protection is still doing well. Uh, my escorts? Will we be staying in the city long? Probably not. Huh. As much as I enjoy the city, I don't enjoy the city during conflict and strife. I like the luxury, but I like some peace, too. The playground is fun. This is not quite the playground. It's true. You gotta yeah. give them that. Man, that pesky real-world conflict, it's... so very annoying. Yeah. At mention of the playground, Olan will Oh, that reminds me! The earrings, sir. Oh, yeah. Not quite what you asked for, but there's something. What? What do you mean by that? He'll open up the, like, the hand portion of his gauntlet, and he'll pull out the earrings. Well... They're not going to exactly do what the sign said. Well, the sign just had a name on it. They were the earrings of Fairface. Oh, right. Okay. But, you know, make you a very pretty, attractive, charming person. Yeah. Okay, so... Um, right now, they're only going to work in the royal house. Oh. So you can wear them around if you want. That's interesting. Well, I mean, the royal playground stuff didn't work outside the playground. Oh... You know, proximity to... Like, this proximity to the map. Like, to that the fire thing. where he hmm. crafts and maintains these toys. Oh, that's very interesting. But, uh, feel free to try them on. Okay. He'll hold open his hand. I've had a shitty day. Why the fuck not? <laughs> I hope they're clip-on. Arnis doesn't have pierced ears. Yeah, do now. <sighs> they are not clip-ons. Okay, let's get your ears pierced. I got a dagger. Pierce your ears. Yeah. Jeez, that's a bit large of a gauge. (laughs) (laughs) 
perhaps the rapier would be a... Even that's... It's overkill. Yeah. <laughs> and Owen will say, oh, don't worry, lean down. I've done it for Earl before. No problem. I'm good at this. <laughs> After the day I've had, I don't even give a shit. Go for it. Put some spangly earrings on them. They'll go with my tight pants. So these earrings are... They're each made up of several tiny spheres of almost jade-like stone. Strung together, fine silver, hang down a few inches off each ear. Yeah, they do. <laughs> so done. <laughs> Put the first one on. Nothing happens, of course. Put the second one on. Owen steps back, dusts his hands a little bit just to like, kind of admire his work. Everyone's eyes are just drawn to Arnis as his face takes on a sparkling fae-like appearance, complete with pointy ears. Look full elf now. Not quite elf, but certainly elf, fairy, pixie-ish appearance. And the the subtle glow and sparkle remains on his face. On, wow, sure, it's. You know, I couldn't try them on myself. It's something. It's very nice. You look different. Cool. You look pretty. Yeah, that. All right. And when Arnis moves his mouth to speak. You just hear of the sound of tinkling bells. <laughs> just like tiny little bells, like a small group of them chiming. Instead of the voice. Nice. Just the bells. Do I understand me? You know you said the word okay, but you just hear the bells. Well, that's not useful. He's speaking some weird language. It, it doesn't ring a bell. <laughs> I wonder if, she's try- if he's trying to chime in on something. <laughs> I take one off. Uh, artist's face reverts back. What did I just talk? You talked bell. Chimey, chimey bell chimes, Smith chimes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Smith chimes. That's, um... It's a very enchanting voice, sir. Uh, well, it's not a language I know. Is Earl Earl there? Is he Yeah, there? yeah, he's there. He's quite amused by the whole situation. You should see what happens if you play you know, your lute and sing a song with your son. You don't happen to speak Fey, do you, Earl Earl? Do you? I don't even know if that's a language. No, I don't, I don't know if it is either. Pretty sure Fey is not a language. Well, but it's, it's something, though, because they don't just speak Elvish, right? Isn't there some other... Well, technically, Fey creatures speak Sylvan. Oh, there we go. That's that's what I meant. Uh, but no, it's not that. It's not that? No. <laughs> no, it's your voice becoming melodic bells. The instrument is probably of fey origin. And one will tell you, oh, I, uh, I guess they're not the earrings of fair face anymore. Uh, I guess we'd call them the earrings of fairy face now. He, like, gives a thumbs up. Cool. Give one back on. <laughs> earrings of fairy face. And then I take it off and go, go to bed. Put it back on. <laughs> and everyone's eyes are just, like, semi-instinctively drawn to you while you wear them. There's more... I didn't know when you're ever going to have them, so... Whatever. Oh, I thought you were having a bad day. Maybe you could use something new. He's totally right. <laughs> I'm not going to wear them to bed. I'm just going to wear them, like, into my room. Then I'm going to take them off and go to bed. Aww. Why not? You don't want to be chimey when you talk in your sleep? I don't really want to leave them on for long periods of time. Ah. Like, I know that the stuff in the playground isn't permanent, and I could deduce that this works the same way, but at the same time, like, I don't want to end up with a weird face and a weird voice that nobody <laughs> understands. That's fair. Like, mm-hmm. permanent, so, just, nobody sees me when I sleep. Not that I care. 
I'm a pretty dude. That's what you think. I'm a pretty dude anyway, so it's fine. Fair. At least I think I'm pretty. Sparkly-faced, bell-voiced Aranis goes to bed. Same for everybody else? Yeah. Yep. Alright. And you all get some rest while Seneca, Ithaca, and Utica continue their trip through the city, recruiting whoever wants it and offering freedom to all. Those that staunchly believe in outside rule are just not a big concern at the moment for you guys. So that's what we'll call it for today. And with that, we'll bring this chapter to a close. But the story will always continue. Podcast art created by Vanessa Blockland. You can find more of her art on Facebook or at VanessaBlockland.com. Blockland spelled B-L-O-K-L-A-N-D. Podcast music by Daryl Dibber Reconos. You can find more of his music at Dibber.mo or at SoundCloud.com slash DibberMusic. Dibber spelled D-I-B-U-R. Website design by Patrick Dunkerley over at DunkDesigns.com. Thank you for listening to this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend. If you like what you heard, please give us a five-star rating and review on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you find us. If you want to chat, we're on Twitter at Skyrend Podcast, or you can email us at skyrendpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us online at skyrendpodcast.com. This week's chapter is made possible thanks to our wonderful cast and crew, all of you amazing listeners, and our special friends who would like to say hello. Hey listener, Dutch here from Voice from the Underground, the podcast. My co-host and I want to invite you to check out our little corner of the podcast verse. At Voice from the Underground, we talk about all the crazy happening around us and try to make a little bit of sense out of the nonsense with little to no results. If the idea of hearing three semi-intelligent, outspoken nerds talk about politics, social issues, current events, sports, movies, pretty much anything that we decide to talk about because, well, it's our show, appeals to you, grab your shovel and come on down to the underground and then consult a qualified psychotherapist. Find us wherever you get your podcasts, just not where you buy your weed. Boys from the underground.